Oh, sir, I don't like it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Sir Pod. I don't start the podcast that way anymore. Hi! <laughs> Hi! You're listening to No Sir Pod! I'm Carmen Morales! <laughs> <laughs> if you guys can't tell uh, by, <laughs> by the shrieking sounds of my former co-host, Mr. Brian Vokey is joining me this week on No Sir Pod. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm fucking solid. How are you? I got a good guest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking Stanhope, Funches, bums. Yeah, combined age of 900. <laughs> what do they have to say anymore? Listen, I don't think all old people don't have something to say. I like to listen to old people I'm still. scared of being old. I was thinking the other day about shuffling around the nursing home and my, br- like, because, I mean, you, you know me better than most people know me. And you know what my brain is like. Mm-hmm. And w- when I lose my faculties and I just start letting it rip. Yeah. Like... I'm going to be saying really horrible stuff around the nursing home. Oh, without question. I'm very scared of that. Man, once once your actual filter goes, like Woo. you already have like a like the kind that when you go to the when you go to get your oil changed, they show you the air filter and there's like a dead dragonfly and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So like you sure you don't want to change yeah, yeah. this and you're like, "No. Yeah. My my filter's good forever. <laughs> Fuck you." And <laughs> so the there's second 19 possum pussies in this fucking filter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm terrified of that. Like, if I were Joe Biden, ooh, oh man, in the place he's at right now, yeah, dude, if I was running for president with with no brain, yeah, ooh, I'd be in. He's jail. the closest thing. That's like a legitimate, like animatronic. Like that guy's not real. Uh, and I hope the people running him are gonna do a good job. Yeah, dude. I lo- one thing. You know, whatever. If you're listening at home, and wait, no, we finished what you were saying. So you're gonna shuffle around the nursing home, spewing, you know, <laughs> r- r- <laughs> really <laughs> fucked up stuff. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> really fucked up things uh, to all the nurses, all the staff, anyone. Or you're probably gonna have to be in solitary confinement, which might be the first time they put an old person who hasn't committed any actual crimes <laughs> in a solitary confinement. They're just sliding applesauce under the door. <laughs> Here you go, Mr. Vokey. And I'm like, and it's like, and so, <laughs> it's like a Mad Libs. It's like a build your own slur with Brian Vokey. Yeah, exactly. Don't assume you know what I just bleeped because I guarantee you don't. I know slurs of 15 different languages. I'm smart about being ignorant. <laughs> I think we, I, uh, I, I was working at a uh, a catering gig back when I was on this podcast regularly, <laughs> and uh, I was working with a bunch of Mexicans, which is great and fun, but it also like you know it shows they that make I, you look bad because they work really fast. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and they're stronger. Mm-hmm. And I'm lazy, and I have a shitty white attitude. Yes, and they work so hard. And, uh, <laughs> and it's so, annoying to be around. Just from your perspective, I'm not saying that no, they was, should be I, discredited, but you like it still makes it hard. Like you have to clock in. Right. Well, I was far less annoyed with them as they were with me. Yes, of course. And uh, they kept because uh, you don't have the weight of your entire race on your back while you're working. <laughs> I th- I, to <laughs> or be at fair, least the very, at the very least, a family. I was going to say a family, which is <laughs> enough to make an entire race. I mean, 
fertile people, mm-hmm. um, the Catholics. Are. <laughs> uh, but I was just saying, though, that I was working with them and <laughs> I was too slow. And this one guy walks by and he goes, pinche maricón. Mm-hmm. And he whispered it to make sure I could hear it. And I just started laughing and he he like kind of turned red because he didn't expect me to understand it. And I was like, I've been called that word in every language. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been called that in whatever the Inuits speak. Yeah. Like, <laughs> hit hit up Google Translate. I'm, I'm a new guy now. I don't I don't say those words anymore. <laughs> Brian's turn over a new leaf. I'm very excited about it. How has your new life been post no sir pod post no sir pod? I got to tell you, I um. It's been a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. When did I stop doing this podcast? Uh, it would. It's a little over a year now. How how open are you about my life? Because the story of me quitting this podcast is hilarious on my end. Pretty sad for you. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, I actually they've never heard that story. So it's very if you were... funny because it involves me trying to save a hundred dollars. So yeah, <laughs> while while literally like inching, like 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 nudging <laughs> a a loaded gun to your suicidal friend <laughs> at the same exact time, it was just like, man, I you were the most capitalist fucking pig I've ever met in my entire life at that moment. It was so funny to me. Um, okay, let me let me back it up. Yeah, let's tell everybody. Okay, so if you have your own podcast, which I'm assuming at this point every one of your listeners does, you know <laughs> that you have to pay for the host service. Mm-hmm. And when you pay, it's like it's like a couple hundred dollars, or it was a web, or it was either a website or the host server was up for renewal, and it was like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. And I had been thinking about getting out of the podcasting game for a minute and quitting. And maybe going. Why was solo. that? Well, tell everybody. Tell me why. Why were you thinking about quitting? I just felt like I was putting a lot of thought and work into something that, like, I wasn't. I, mean, I just wasn't getting what I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to go news. Okay. And I didn't anticipate the quarantine. And I'm definitely not a co-news right. person. So I wanted to go news, but then the quarantine happened, and now I want to be further away from the news as possible. Yeah, because we're drowning in that. Yeah, yeah. We're drowning in it, so. But, uh, so. Just I wanna... perspective. Go ahead. So then what happened? So then, <laughs> Carmen, <laughs> so I made, I'm, I'm discussing it with my sister, who's my manager, essentially, <laughs> making decisions, and then. Carmen's having, by the way, meantime, while I'm figuring out whether or not I want to quit this pod, maybe one of the worst times, at least since I've known you. Yeah, for in sure. Your life. You were. I had just been robbed of everything, uh, every creative piece <laughs> <laughs> of anything that I've ever owned, all the pictures I had, uh, you know, all the pictures I've ever taken, every shred of anything creative I've ever written was all in one place because at the time I was diagramming an hour because I was going to try to record an hour. And uh, so I had every single notebook I've ever written in. Every was all in my car. My car got broken into. They broke into my trunk. They took all my stuff. So I got robbed. My car got fucked up. How else was I supposed to pay for the renewal fees? (laughs) (laughs) I went through a breakup the same week. Then I had to go on tour. (laughs) Then I had to go on tour, which I was supposed to go with the person I was seeing. Um, And then so I had to reschedule all of that and go on this now tour, (laughs) the breakup tour by myself. (laughs) Um. (laughs) If I was a different person, I'd feel so guilty right now. Listen, there's plenty of worse things that i know that you've done that you don't feel guilty about so i this doesn't surprise me at all so i'm on the road uh bummed out as fuck right and uh 
I think I, I think I might even was I crying when I talked to you when you told me that? Yes. I was definitely crying afterwards. But anyway, so Brian decides the best time. <laughs> I don't like the way you said that. <laughs> He's definitely crying anyway. But anyway. <laughs> Keep going. So, so I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, Missouri, uh, and Brian calls me to tell me he doesn't want to do the podcast anymore. Uh, when I'm after, it was either the day or before or after. I was like, "Dude, I'm really close. I'm really close to the edge. Like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to handle this." And then Brian's like, "I want to save a hundred bucks. I don't want to no, do the that's podcast." Not how I said it, I eased into it. <laughs> okay, okay. Tell him your side. Go ahead. That's I, what it sounded like. But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, because you had you know depression ears on. It's sad ears, so you're just hearing pain only. <laughs> but uh, I mean, first of all, it's probably actually pretty generous of me to do it at that time, because then I mean, what oh, you're I'll, not ruining a bad mood; you're just making a bad mood worse. Yeah, you're getting everything. Just you're getting your years misery all yeah, out at once. Yeah, just cram it all in one foul yeah. fucking. <laughs> yeah, it's like a big diarrhea. You know, you just shit everything out, and then you're fresh to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but I. So the renewal had to happen, and you texted me. Can you Venmo me half the renewal fees? Yeah. And that's when I was like, well, I've been thinking and uh, I think I'm going to stop doing the podcast. But it was not, I mean, I was not happy with the timing. Although now in retrospect, it's hilarious. Sure. Because you're fine. Well, because I'm not dead. Yeah. I mean, I don't, honestly, if I was dead, I don't think you would think it was any less funny, to be honest. Uh, Wait, okay, hold on. How much time has passed? (laughs) A year. A year? Yeah, I'd probably be. Right about ready to laugh. <laughs> For real? Yeah, it would have taken a year. Thanks, man. Yeah, qu- come on. I don't know. Like, I don't, you know, I <laughs> never know with you because <laughs> I never know what version of you is the re- closest one to the real one. So I don't know if you would have given if a fuck of it. figured out, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> to give everybody a little backstory, uh, at, during that time, I, in a Steak and Shake parking lot, bought heroin for the first time ever <laughs> and i was going to kill myself with that heroin i rolled um, my eyes at that so hard i know i know it I was bought heroin in my head i was like you know and on the phone i'm like well take care of yourself but in my head i'm like oh, shut up <laughs> bought heroin you're just gonna love it you're not gonna die you're gonna just well, you do too much of it i never done it before i figure i could just do too much of it and then go to sleep in the best way possible um yeah you still have to choke to death why? No, you can OD. Yeah, when most people when they OD on heroin, it's the puking and choking on it. I mean, it can lower your heart rate, and you can die that way. It's that's funny. what I was going for, yeah, not the you, choking on my vomit. That's, that's probably like what would happen. Hacky. All right, it's hacky. <laughs> I don't want to die on heroin like that. Well, yeah, you would have a mess. I would have, but I was gonna go to the woods and just do it by myself. <laughs> what? You guys are all so insane. <laughs> You guys, you, you comics. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> Go to the woods and die on heroin. What a shitty, what shitty poem were you writing? <laughs> I wasn't writing a poem. I just didn't want to bother anybody. I was out on the road. I was in the middle of nowhere, so nobody I knew was gonna find me. I didn't want to bum anybody out that way. Uh, and then I figured it would take. You know, it wouldn't. Uh, yeah. What made you? What was your turning point? Um, I pulled some crazy girl shit. Uh, and that made you feel better? No, it didn't. But ha- it- having a conversation with Gary did. Like, I drove. Like, I left after my set because he was doing like some college in Iowa. So I left after my set and drove six hours to where he was at, and like was basically like, you know, like I'm, 
like I need like I need to have a conversation with somebody that you, gives a shit about me. You pulled the surprise. No, he knew I was. I, I told him like I I you know he knew I was on my way. Like I didn't just show up at his place. <laughs> like, he knew I was coming. Like <clears throat> leaves in your hair crawling <laughs> up his window. No, it wasn't like that. But hey! I did. <laughs> <laughs> like mud on your face. <laughs> he knew I was coming, and he knew where I was at, and everything. Yeah, uh, that's it, not crazy girl stuff. That it to drive six hours to somebody that doesn't want to be with you. Were you to, wearing to a diaper? You? Did you do it? <laughs> did you do it astronaut style? No, I you didn't, didn't wear a diaper. And shit didn't. yourself. Like, I did get pulled over <laughs> three times. With that heroin underneath the front seat of my you car. You got pulled over three times? On the way to see... Did get, you get three tickets? No, I didn't get any. That's that fucking Hispanic privilege. <laughs> you guys never get tickets. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Say that to my driving record. <laughs> no, that was Missouri. It would have made things worse. I would have yeah. gone to jail if they would have known. I think you need to name a state where that would have made it worse. I think all 50 <laughs> it makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, uh, uh, my ex talked me off a ledge. Um, I flushed the hair on which, which Brian, I found out later, was mad at me about because I shouldn't have. I, and not because I wanted it, because I thought you should resell it. Yeah. To pay renewal fees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm a businessman. This just... <laughs> is the guy who jumped trains and ate out of trash. All right. You really are a businessman. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I mean, this, yeah, I listened to you. Look, it's funny because, what do you mean? When you called me, I listened. It's not like I was just, you were like, I'm on the edge, and I was like, I'm quitting. Yeah, that's true. You did give me less than 12 hours then to then tell me that. Yeah. Yeah. Less than 12 hours. <laughs> There's so much vitriol in everything you're saying. There's so much animosity, like one millimeter under the skin. <laughs> I don't really have any, but this is just a ridiculous story. So yeah, I have no, to play it's it hilarious. Out. It okay. makes me laugh so okay. hard. Okay, good. Uh, it's funny because uh, I did myself. it. Yet. By the way, I want nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also got to understand my perspective. <laughs> I have been not one, not two, but I have been three last phone calls. So I'm a little callous. He's jaded, yeah. A little callous to this. Three last phone calls. That's not a normal amount of last phone calls. It's true. So I used to be the guy they turned to. But I got out of that business. <laughs> I don't want people turning to me anymore. <laughs> you made that very hard. clear. Very, very clear. <laughs> Listen, I can't have another dead body on my hands. Because I made an effort with the other three and they still did it. Those fucking cunts. I poured my heart and soul into them. <laughs> <laughs> and look now look at them. Yeah, they're all fucking rotting. What a waste Ugh. of my time. Seriously. I tried. I failed. You want to talk about a bad set? Guys, talk about having bad sets. Oh, I bombed one time on the Tonight Show. <laughs> yeah, there. well, I bombed on my friend's last phone <laughs> three call. Three times, three <laughs> different people. That's an insane thing to have carried over your head. So next time, no wonder be... you don't care about actually bombing. <laughs> <laughs> you bombed the worst way possible. Oh yeah, I love to point. You that definitely bombed on my account. phone call. I'll tell you that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're still alive, so I guess I didn't. You finally got. Oh, so you finally got a good set in. Yeah, yeah. You got to stop caring. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't off myself. I'm uh, here. I hear. I Carmen Morales. I'm telling you, for you to not off yourself if you are feeling that way. Um, uh, don't do it, because then a year later you can have uh, hilarious banter about the sadness that you all, like felt at one point. Yeah, for sure. Don't do it. But if you do do it, don't call anybody. Yeah. That's, unless you really want to leave a scar on somebody. Commit to the bit. Yeah, that's true. I didn't, and I didn't want that. I would like. I hope you know that. That wasn't the reason why I was calling. I just 
no, you, you I just figure you just knew the most about people who are about to die so but it's, it's like really if you think about it you could have gone to a worse person yeah that's true <laughs> it's maybe like just because i've been around it a bunch but i never prevented it <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's what i was hoping for i was hoping for you to you'd enable me you'd be like all right yeah <laughs> that's like going to like dylan and eric klebold asking about gun safety <laughs> <laughs> um but uh we're good now i'm good now you're good now it yeah. is good to see you yeah it's great i'm good it's in the old room i've done a lot of hours in here that's right i've done a lot of things that will probably haunt me is on the uh on your the old youtube versions of these shows <laughs> uh, things famous wants you, to ruin my life just if go, yeah go just go, go to the back. patreon go to <laughs> patreon.com slash no sir pod if you want to go oh listen. they're all behind a wall they're not behind a wall. They're oh, not. They're not. People don't ruin your life. Nah, they care. Yeah, yeah. They don't hate you. Yeah. They like. How you to, doing? I'm solid. I've, you know, I. That's the thing. I, I've learned that. Um, I'm significantly less cool. Once you, once you learn, uh, spend enough time, which I've already spent so much fucking time on myself. It's not even a big deal. But uh, this has made me spend enough time without having the outlet of doing stand up. That uh, I don't hate. I like. I don't have a lot of the cool like quote-unquote cool things about comedians is like i don't hate people as much as i thought i genuinely want to bring people joy like i made a lot of lame realizations about myself where i just genuinely i don't think any of that's lame it it is i mean it is in the you know in the definition of a comedian like that like i've been i've been surrounded by misanthropes my entire life so that's to me like that's that's who raised me and when i don't feel that way it, it feels uncool sure yeah i mean i get it that's why Bill Burr has to go back to his childhood for any laughs now. Yeah. Because he's so comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he's makes happy. sense. Yeah, so it's like... got to go back to the misery. <laughs> so you're going to be well, talking about I... the 90s a lot <laughs> on stage. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's just like... Uh, it's just... Yeah, it's... You feel good. You feel comfortable. You, you ex- you're excited to see people when you, you're performing through windows, right? Uh, yeah, what, the what store. kind of venues are you performing in? Are you doing like all? I the... haven't done anything. The, the comedy store is the only live venue I've done, except for the Ron Funches did like a. He, it was basically like a sound stage that he had, like rented out. It's the uh, Christopher Titus has this set up, so everybody gets Does tested. It make you wear that fucking over the the Britney Spears microphone? No, that's that's his brand. That's he's his not brand. he's not pushing it on anybody okay, else. Good. Um, like but you're there was unveiling like... the new iPhone. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. hate that shit. Just a Steve Jobs fucking... A revolutionary new hour of comedy. <laughs> More convenient than ever. But, so he he rented like a soundstage and then there was like, I think 10 or, fif- 10 or 15 people who were each had, was set, had set at a separate table that was socially distant. Everybody wore masks the whole time because there was no food or drinks or anything. So mm-hmm. they just paid to see the show and then they live streamed the show too for people on Twitch. So I got to perform for real people uh, but the larger audience was was virtual. That's awesome. And uh, man, I was it was I know I know I compare it to Junkie all the time, but that's straight up how like I, you, if they, they had hired a photographer and like you could see the fucking adrenaline in my face. Right. I'm so fucking happy. It's right. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I did a I did a show in uh it was like Cerebro like. Uh, from X-Men. I know you don't care about that, but that's when you go in the room and there's all the screens. Like, so it was, it was oh, almost like, like NSA? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like you, you there walk in a room. There is a real world out there. <laughs> 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 
doesn't have to all be <laughs> but comic books. But that's what it looks like. It looks like you're performing in the middle of like a like a science center because it's like these huge walls and then all of the <laughs> the screens into everybody's houses you could see into it and then but what was cool that's, that's way more NSA. Yeah. And yeah, it, a screen looking into people's houses. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Were you just riffing on people's houses? Um, I did some of that, but like not everybody could see that. So I tried to keep it minimal. But what was cool about that is like you could act out. Like so I've been doing a lot of the online stuff and so you're it's which is cool, but you're still only limited to an area. So I can't it's a lot of mugging, you know, it's a lot of a lot of all the act outs like up top from tits up. So with this I could move around and I could be myself you could like river I would dance. be. Yeah. So yeah, I could just, usually dance bottom half, ooh, not top half. Yeah. Dead I mean, arms. It's all yeah. yeah. Clogging. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm Hispanic. I danced from the waist down. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I had to dance like a white guy for the last <laughs> six months. <laughs> a lot of shoulders, doing yeah. a lot of shoulder shimmies. Um, so that was like uh that was interesting and weird and 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 fun. And then um, that's pretty much it. Somebody's trying to get me to do a show on a rooftop, which I don't know. I don't know. Like it's starting to seem like since and again with everything like being uncertain and I don't know what's real and what isn't and so I don't know how it's so funny was... if somebody just closed their set by jumping off the roof oh my god I would, that would be <laughs> hilarious I'll end on this yeah <laughs> 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 somebody's gonna do that you, I mean people are not happy I know I am you are some people are not happy right now <laughs> I don't know they're all fucking upset <laughs> And that's not to say, like, and it varies. I'm certain, like, uh, it, it, you know, it's up and down for you, too, right? Like, no, there's been parts. Solid happiness. Really? Pure. No, of course not. <laughs> no. I'm li- I've been lying the whole podcast. I'm not happy. I, <laughs> I, have, I literally have an allergy to happiness. <laughs> When I feel happy, I feel like, you know, when you if the listeners are really down, that, that's the real reason why you left is you're allergic to how I genuinely feel. Mm-hmm. That's really what it comes down to. I guess that's true. Yeah, I am that comic you described. Yeah. But, um, you know, when you have a hangover and or when you're blackout drunk and you wake up and you have like fear about what you said to people. Sure. And that anxiety. That's how I feel when I'm like giddy, happy. Like it happens very rarely. Because then it's like, what's going to ruin this? What's going to make this no, go no, away? No, 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 not at no? all. I'm just embarrassed to bring that energy. And I feel so anxious after when I'm like, if I'm in like a really good mood, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, man, you're doing great. <laughs> this is awesome. What's what have you been up to? You know, there's and then I leave somebody's and I'm just like, so embarrassed. They're just like, oh, did you hear him? Did you, you have, he had joy in his voice. What a pussy. <laughs> what a fucking. Did he walk? Was he walking around with a dildo in his ass? Because why was he <laughs> acting like that? I probably, I mean, you know, the dildo in the ass would have probably brought me back down to earth, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> That shit sucks. I don't know how you girls do that. I me- I got pegged one time. Some girls don't do that. <laughs> Some girls are a top till their fucking death, dude. Right. Well, you were raised Catholic, though, so you had to go ass. Mm-hmm. No. Until t- you were married, right? <laughs> that- Catholic we girls. weren't practicing. <laughs> girls, girls go ass until they're married because of God. It's more Mormon. That's yeah. way more Mormon than Catholic. Ooh, Catholic, you ooh. still get finger banged. You can still- Yeah, you can get finger banged, yeah. but I mean, you can only do I'm that saying, for dude. so long. That's all I ever needed. I just want to be fingered to death by somebody I give a shit about. Really? That's like playing with blocks. It's like such boring preschool shit. Not necess- I mean, not really. I don't know. I was getting fingered in preschool. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. So was I. Well, come on. <laughs> no, <laughs> we had good I- times. <laughs> oh, we didn't go to preschool together, but, you know, individually. That, yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I, I got pegged one time. Well, by one person several times. Mm-hmm. Not a lot. Probably three. 
But I remember like I hated it every time. But it was like one of those things where it's like, all right, if you'll shut up. <laughs> she <laughs> nagged you into yes. fucking you in the ass. Yes. <laughs> I'm a weak man, Carmen. <laughs> I'm a weak man and I appreciate silence. <laughs> Part of the other reason why this podcast never really worked out. Yeah, I wanted to do a silent podcast. <laughs> Nobody's ever done it, man. It's the ASM. It's the opposite of ASMR of the people who don't who want an absence of sound, and then it's just you start it. <laughs> Who's the old guy we had on when I was doing this pod that said asthma? Asthma. Oh, that was Jason Collins. Was it? Yeah, it's Jason Collins. <laughs> He's like, I don't like that asthma shit. Right. But yeah, I remember the first time she got in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. I sounded like, you know, when Yosemite Sam, like his ass is on fire. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I remember thinking, would she stand, like, what did she put in there? And then, the, and then like, I saw the gear. She had this like, you know, belt with the strap mm-hmm. on thing. And it was like, it was like that, but it was like. It was small. It was tiny. It was like a little like. Well, you're also probably cock. tense, dude. Like that's the other thing. I mean, that's why that's why uh, so many gay dudes use those poppers because you have to get your butt to relax for it to not be so fucking painful. Because you're also fighting it. Your butt's fi- like because something isn't supposed to. Yeah. Go yeah, in. Go, yeah, so God. your butt's like this is the wrong way. Yeah, like yeah. so your butt's fighting it and like you have to like that's why it's like so many people you lube and fingers and you kind of like i mean somebody that cares about you the chick that fucked you obviously didn't give a fuck about you right because that's why she just jammed it in there i mean we were two years into the relationship so she there's no way she could have liked me <laughs> if she had she's like maybe brains, if i dominate him i'll like it more yeah. nope neither now we just neither of us respected me <laughs> one of us has to respect me for it to work. Man, I wish it was like I always think like maybe it's because of because of uh, because since I have PCOS, I have like more testosterone. Like that maybe that that's like like a bro a broy thing that I have. Like where it's like, there's a disconnect where if like a like I can't I don't like it. It's a very prison mentality where if like I dominate if I dominate you like I don't like a little bit of respect leaves and I know oh, that's and sure. I know that's super toxic and that's not healthy and blah 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 whatever and I'm not encouraging anybody else, but it's just something that I constantly have to like fight with yeah I get that but I'm also of the persuasion of I'll try anything mm-hmm. in the world once yeah if I'm it's somebody that to I like new experiences I think everybody is that's yeah. why like there's so much uh, music that exists and people still are always like hey what are you listening to i want to hear more stuff like right they're still like i don't know if because uh i think that might have started with us as far as a generation goes where because we were constantly bombarded with new things that that's right. our, a new ex- expectation yeah we were all raised on that intro to star trek the new generation space the <laughs> final <laughs> frontier yeah to go where no man has ever been before <laughs> And you want that experience over yeah. and over again. Yeah, that happened with music big time. It's like there was a point in my life where I was like, yeah, I'm pretty much only listening to like Cambodian folk music uh, <laughs> pre like 1940. Because after 1940, they got a Western French influence and it became really boring and pedestrian. <laughs> Nobody wants bomb me's in their ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ew. <laughs> the bond me. That's, I had a bond me the other day. Why is Vietnamese pork? Why does it always look like brains? It's always so gray. Um, 
Their pork is gray. so gray. Every time I get a banh mi from any place, the pork comes out gray. I don't care if it's brains. That's fine. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Oh, I thought the brain that... stuff is the pate they put on it. No, it's just the color of brains. It oh. tastes like pork. Well, it's cause, I think it's because it's got the pink edge because they do that. Uh, oh. that's, that's, they, they soak it and it's like, I think Coca-Cola and Coca-Cola... And like some soy sauce and something else. They soak the Vietnamese soak their meat in Coca Cola. It break yeah, breaks down the meat. Or maybe I'm thinking of char siu pork. That's different. That's a that's that's an entirely different culture altogether. But um, yeah. but it has it still has that pink edge. Yeah, I hate I I don't know. I don't I can't look at a banh mi. I eat it with a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah. That kind of colonization tastes pretty good to me. Yeah, the French bread helps. I don't know what fucking bread they were using before. Yeah, that shit is. Indigenous Vietnamese bread. It was probably a rice bread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nasty. Thank God for I don't Europeans. think I've ever even had rice bread. Imagine, I've had rice noodles. Imagine how unenlightened the world would be if Europe hadn't decided to grace everybody with their presence. <laughs> Just put their little fingers <laughs> in all everybody's little pies. Mm. Yeah, the British they like took over like what? Like It's the same thing like what what if we had ne- like what if we and I say we as in like the Anglo-Saxon part of me since I'm part Spanish. What if they had never went to India and like stolen all of the spices? Like You are Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Like he's Italian Spanish, mm-hmm. right? He was an Italian financed by the Conquistador. Spaniards. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying that for years. We raped the Aztecs and made Mexicans. You're welcome. You've you, you've been saying that for years. <laughs> You're the one who cracked that code. <laughs> so when we re- when we studied that in junior high, that was you. They were yeah, sourcing. They were talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for years we had no idea where Mexicans came from. For years we always wondered. We were like, who are these short? <laughs> Stout, wide-lunged, <laughs> hard-working, beautiful people. Nice save there at the end. <laughs> My real feelings came out at the end. I'm a fan. I'm living in a Mexican neighborhood, and I am a fucking fan. It's hard. How do you not? How do you not? Like, I, that's the thing is, like, I understand hatred for something that you don't understand, and I understand hatred for something that you, when there's, like, a line of logic, but, like, like how like how do you hate Mexican people, bro? Yeah, it's insane. I don't think anybody really does anymore. I think that was like a uh oh no, never I'm completely wrong. That's the entire platform that Trump got elected yeah. on. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just completely in a Mexican bubble right now. Where I'm like, everybody loves him. Uh, no, because it's I'm the only white person I know anymore. Mm-hmm. But uh uh it's just like the the tight knit family shit. Like I didn't grow up around that. Like my family was pretty tight knit, but like but that's that's why I think it freaks out and I think it freaks out usually white people when I have that kind of mentality towards friends like yeah, where it's just like me out for sure for sure where, and it's that same kind of thing where it's just like once you're in you're protected and this is like family we take care of each other all that shit like I've had that mentality my whole life yeah everything's transactional to me because I'm the white devil mm-hmm. and so everything uh, so whenever anybody does something I'm like Ugh, now I owe them right so I try to reject as much that people could give me. Because I'm like, I don't want to fucking owe you. Yeah. That's why like, I was so happy when you asked me to edit a podcast. It's <laughs> Carmen just fucking just being, you know, I don't know, this, a Mexican or whatever. I don't know. I'm trying to, I mean, that's a- No, com- I made that. We made that. That's giving, them. right? Yeah. By Mexican, I mean giving. 
being so giving. She just Venmoed me a hundred dollars to get an air conditioner during well, a okay. heat wave. Which, well, which, listen, which, don't. First of all, don't don't sell yourself short because Brian, as shitty as he likes to make himself seem to be, he was fostering animals or dogs specifically. So he had these dogs in his is a uh, drab apartment that now looks really good. I want to. It was at the time. I mean, it looked you like it was a mattress there. on the ground. Mattress on the ground. I haven't had my mattress on the ground in two years. <laughs> Since before I lived two, three houses ago, my mattress is on the floor. Yes. Three houses <laughs> ago, did, two years ago. He was fostering this dog and there was these Instagram stories of this poor puppy just, just fucking breathing so hard, <laughs> laying next to me, breathing yeah. <laughs> into my face. <sighs> they were both breathing heavy and ne- it was because neither, neither one of them was coming. It wasn't anything like that. They were just both very hot. So I was like, dude. Right, why did you have to do- Make sure everybody knew that neither of us were coming. <laughs> I just good mean, thing like... she cleared that up because I would have assumed he was fucking those dogs. The dog was pegging me. He had a dick, but I want it wasn't enough for me, so I had to strap on a dick on the dog. <laughs> Look, son, <laughs> a pup strap. It was yeah. the pup strap on. Yeah, a puppy strap. <laughs> a puppy strap. Mm-hmm. Some people call it weird, but you know. It's was- quarantine. I'm not judging anybody, any anybody that's doing anything right now. <laughs> 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 you, you get your scritches the way you need to, buddy. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're the one getting fucked, then it's safe. Well, yeah, because the dog's consenting because he's fucking you. Remember that old bit I tried to get to work where I was like, are you still a pedophile if the kid's fucking you? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, it never worked. <laughs> if you're a bottom... <laughs> Are you still a I criminal? Do, I do remember that. I do There's remember. no gun, nothing involved. Mm-mm. It's just, it's completely, are you still, oh God. I think yeah, now I'm starting to realize why it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk about that kind of stuff anymore. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I was in the hangover. <laughs> just, uh, we're all trying to do our own Brody impression. So, uh, yeah, so I, I sent to some some money to get a fucking AC unit because it's yeah. It's so hot. that what happens when people give me stuff? There's like this emotional hitman mm-hmm. that like is following me around, threatening to break my kneecaps mm-hmm. until I pay it back. Oh, yeah that that explains a lot actually. I immediately felt in debt to you. Oh yeah, it's, it's con- it sucks being this. Yeah, you understand? It's a lot of it's just a lot of work to get through the day. No, I. I, that, I, that resonates with me when if somebody does something real nice for me, I I will do something back. I don't know if it's because of that specifically, like if it's like a gun to my head type of situation. It's, no, it's probably not, a, not as it, severe, but uh, I do, I will, if somebody does something nice for me, I will do something back yeah, because yeah. I can't take it. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. It's getting charity. But uh, it's but it's also not charity. Uh... Charity is also one of the Filipina nurses that I met up with. <laughs> <laughs> God bless her. She took my temperature. <laughs> With only was on the tip of the peg. <laughs> she got your internal. Yeah. Fuck me, the rectal thermometer. <laughs> I'm a fucking freak. Hello, lovelies. I hope you're enjoying this episode of No Sir Pod with Brian Bokey, my former podcasting partner. Um, make sure you check out his new podcast, Worst Hour Pod, with Brian J. Vokey and Mr. Ramsey Badawi. If you like severity, 
and hilarity. Make sure you guys check that out. Follow him um, at Brian J. Vokey on Twitter and at Mr. Brian Vokey on Instagram. Also, um, are you following me? Because you should be. At The Funny Carmen. Follow the podcast at No Sir Pod. Make sure uh, you are subscribed to the podcast. Tell some motherfuckers about me, please. I also have my fun online shows every two weeks. It's every other Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you're following me. I post about them all the time. Uh, I have some pretty great guests coming up with that as well. You want to throw money at me? Why would I stop you? Patreon.com slash NoSirPod. All the full unedited video episodes are going to be Patreon only. So if you guys want that, make sure you go to patreon.com slash nosirpod. Also, you know you can email me, right? Nosirpod at gmail.com. Come straight to me. Tell me some shit that you don't like. Is there something that you want me to talk about that you're pissed off about? I'm here for you, baby. Now, let's get back into some shit that we don't like. <laughs> Sorry, this probably isn't what you expected. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Okay, good. Why would I care? <laughs> we went um, from... Uh, I'm going to kill myself, that I fired, or I quit, <laughs> I fired you. Yeah. That'd be funnier, is if you were on the Well, edge. it was also funny like, because the, the one episode <laughs> <laughs> from my podcast, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hour, I was on episode one <laughs> in yeah. your apartment on Coronado. That's right. Do you remember that time in Louisville you had to save <clears throat> me from a crazy girl? Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah that, that night cost me a lot of money. I had to take a... I had to buy these girls an Uber. Yeah, uh, Taylor. Yeah. She, yeah, I mean, I remember the best part, though, was uh, she was, like, blocking the door so I couldn't leave her apartment. Thank God her roommate was there. Yeah. Uh, but she was, like, blocking the door. Like, yeah, okay. fucking leave But me. also, she blackout drunk <clears throat> and trying to block you from leaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So within five minutes of meeting up with her at a bar, she shoved my hand onto her pussy while we were sitting at the bar. <laughs> And I was like, oh, this will be fun. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good night. Yeah, she seems like she knows what she wants. Yeah, and then it, she turned into some Elijah Schlesinger character. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was just like, like <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> like the poltergeist girl or whatever. And it was just, it was nuts. <laughs> she was all but pulling an exorcist and puking on you. Yeah, like and she didn't live where she took me. She's like, let's go to my place. Because I was like, I'm sharing a hotel room. With the comic I'm on tour with. So mm. she's like, let's go to my place. Hey, I would I would also like to give uh, myself a little credit here because I offered uh, for you to use the hotel room if you wanted it. Even though I knew she was going to be sloppy and I wasn't, I was going to have the hotel them clean the room before <laughs> because she just seemed real, uh, oh, just. When you said sloppy, it made me sad that I missed out on it. <laughs> <laughs> sloppy is a sexy word. <laughs> As long as it's not next to Joe. <laughs> Ew. I fucking hate sloppy yeah. Joe's, dude. Yeah. It tastes like poverty. I know people like a lot of people mm -hmm. like it. And it's like a, a you know, a, a but even as a kid, when I would taste it, it would be so fucking gross to me. Yeah. I don't know why. I hate all those foods that are like just they're just like gulag goulash, goulash? Mm -hmm. or like uh, or like when a place has a sand like what's that thing called? In oh fuck it's uh or like Cincinnati chili just all these like dishes well that's trash because they put cinnamon in their chili the trash 
with the trash plate. Who has that? What city has the trash oh, plate? Oh, garbage plate? That's garbage like plate. that's like Rochester, New York. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The garbage plate. Mm-hmm. Like these places are like, look, we've given up. Yeah. We're quitting. We're this just- is what's left in the kitchen. We threw it all together and melted cheese on it and put gravy on it so you can't taste any of it anyways. Do you fucking want it for right. five bucks? If I had had so many garbage plates, I'd slit my own throat, but I can't even get a knife through it. So I'm just going <laughs> to fucking shove as much cholesterol into my heart until it fucking stops. I can't get a bullet through my head because I have a helmet of fat. I fucking I can't I can't jump off a building because I couldn't jump it's off the stairs. It's called a garbage plate. It's called a trash plate. Like if you eat it, you're going to feel like trash. And that's all. If if I could say anything, it's just try to not feel like trash. What place has the fat bitch? You remember the, that sandwich? You ever done that oh one? Oh my god, no! It's like it's like we have the fat bitch. It's like hash browns and chicken mm-hmm. and. And like I think a donut is used for the bun. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's a big thing. New Brunswick, New Jersey, I think. Okay. Yeah, they're the fat bitch. Everybody like every time you go to a town, they're like, "Have you tried our dish?" And it's like, you realize how sad the whole nation is. <laughs> well, everybody's a, so sad. Well, it's the same thing like the Heart Attack Cafe in Vegas, mm-hmm. where it's like you have to. They have a scale in the coke. front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just coke. <laughs> it's just one line across the bar, and you just go as long as you can. Dude, I was doing a show in. Um, uh, it was in Belgium. What are the cities there? Does it matter? Yeah, I would like to remember. Okay, <laughs> it's not Brussels. It's not Antwerp. All right, Korchik. Okay, I had to remember. I was in Korchik, Belgium. We were playing this place called The Pits, mm-hmm. and uh, they opened the bar up early for us to do a sound check. The venue and the bartender who looked like Iggy Pop. Like, oh, but dude, older. My aunt, my <laughs> aunt thinks he is so hot, and I don't know why. More on him after. Okay. Um, but the guy chops up five lines for us and one for himself of the brownest quote cocaine end quote I've ever seen. Wow. And he's like, "You guys partying?" And we all look at it. Even the drug addict in our band looked at it. And was like, "No, we're good." And he goes, "All right." And he just made it one line. <gasps> And he did the whole fucking line. I mean, he had to like move his feet. He couldn't just do it with his neck. He had to yeah, shuffle yeah, he had his to way shuffle, through the line. Super Bowl shuffle down, <laughs> and uh, he fucking. It'd be great if he was grapevining the whole way. But he snit. He snorted the whole line. Nothing. Nothing. The guy. The, the guy might as well have just had a cup of tea. Like really? no personality change. Just fucking a mile of brown powder. Oof. And then just, ah, and then boom, normal. Oof. It was it was nuts. But Iggy Pop, I saw Iggy Pop. I was doing that Foo Fighters uh, festival, the mm-hmm. one I did comedy at. Yeah. Um, Cal Jam. And Iggy Pop was playing with, uh, what's that band uh, uh, Josh Holm is in? I don't know. Queens of the Stone Age. Got it. Yeah, I hate Queens of the Stone Age. But, man, they were good back in Iggy Pop. But Iggy Pop came out. And it's like at a certain point, somebody's got to stop these people from coming out because it's like horrific to look at. Like one half of Iggy Pop's back is lower than the other. Like he like he lost oh, some no. ribs or a, like a, some discs or something. What? He looks like um, Igor from Young Frankenstein. Like he comes out, he's like all hunched over and he's got still got his shirt off. And he's like, he's just dripping with skin just looks like the mm-hmm. candle and beauty and the beast just like just dripping <laughs> and it, and he's just hunched over and he's like moving around like a fucking zombie Aww. and he's on stage but his voice sounds good which made it weirder it made it worse 
Because he would just be like, I got a lustful life. <laughs> I got a lustful life. And it was like watching this beast, this cage. Like, it was like he was like held in one position for too long or something. Or like he was birthed out of too narrow of a pussy. So he was like all deformed. Like <laughs> oh he just God. came out like it was it was horrific. It was it was like a horror movie. So do you think it's do you think it's worth it to ha- like saying you had, had this wasn't the only time you've ever seen him, right? Is it the only time? That's you've the ever- only time I've ever saw okay. him. Pop. So since it's the only time you've ever seen it, was it worth it for you to see him so, so you could be like, I saw him live once, or to have never seen him like that? I wish I had never seen that. Mm-hmm. Even though he sounded good and the band was incredible because they weren't his age, um, I didn't pay. I got to kind of I got to kind of interact with him backstage Mm -hmm. because i had that pass because i was performing at it yeah all that was kind of cool but when you saw him like coming out he looked like i mean he seriously he was moving like a like a gorilla like or like a monkey like it looked like his arms because he was like so bent up that his arms were like past his knees you sure he wasn't dancing was he dancing he was not dancing (laughs) he was doing something that starts with d he was dying (laughs) i'm pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I haven't checked. Maybe he's dead. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like somebody stuck a meat hook in his back <laughs> and just like being John Malkovich, like marionetted him <laughs> while he was on stage, like some shitty marionette. He had a lust for real, yeah. <laughs> real life. Like a guy with Tourette's was marionetting <laughs> oh him. It was, it was, I'm hoping getting it across how disgusting <laughs> it was. And then the Foo Fighters did a Nirvana reunion and I left. <laughs> I don't want to see, I love Joan Jett. I don't want to see her singing Nirvana. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, that's a, I thought that was an odd choice. I mean, I always think that's weird when, I mean, I get it. You own the rights and stuff. Like Also, Nirvana was like, uh, they were like, they, they, I know people are going to disagree with me, but they had like a punk edge to them. Mm-hmm. Like as far as they were very anti-arena rock, even though they were an arena rock band. Sure. And so Joan Jett's like, Doing like, hello, hello, come on, let me hear you. Hello, oh hello. no, so it's just Make like, noise. <laughs> and you're like, so it's like shitting on the, the essence. essence. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it was like fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh. and I love Joan Jett. Like she should still yeah, do she that, rules. but on her song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would have stayed if she was playing her song. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking brutal. <laughs> How has this time been, like uh, during quarantine? Uh, I. A part of me feels like there's something wrong with me because I've been pretty unaffected by it. A part of you? (laughs) A part of you makes you think that there's something wrong with you? It just now. You heard it here first, folks. Fucking episode who gives a fuck of No Sir Pod. (laughs) Brian finally comes to the realization after six months of being quarantined, there might be something wrong with him. Yeah, I was tremendously unaffected by Mm. the quarantine stuff. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't until like a month ago that I really started to miss stand up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got in some trouble. Don't really want to address that here. Why not? Because I'm Come. not. I'm not ready to figure out how to talk about it. I'll that makes here. it sound like something crazy happened. I'll just say this: I got in trouble for a joke. I made a joke. Yeah, and a certain amount of people, um, a certain many thousands amount of people, were very upset with me. Um, that was the beginning of my quarantine. That was April. Quarantine mm-hmm. started March 17th, I think. And then, uh, yeah, April. Well, somewhere in March. And whenever you got home in March, that's right. when it started. <laughs> yeah, my last gig was March 16th yeah. or 17th. Yeah, 17th was my last mar- my, my last gig, too. Where was it? Uh, it was at a bar in Indianapolis. 
That's classic. <laughs> I was at the Hollywood Improv. I don't know. I don't. I mean, really do I did a, a club that weekend, anymore. but then I yeah, also sure. I, don't know. I did a I did a, a a club you've never worked. Uh, yeah, I usually go straight to the stadiums. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. How many stadiums have you done? All of them. <laughs> All of them. I was performing on the fifty uh, yard line of the Indianapolis Colts <laughs> stadium, standing right on the shoehorn. It's weird. Shoe, there was more people at my show than I was at your horseshoe. Horseshoe. <laughs> shoehorn yeah i believe you would perform on a shoehorn for sure shoehorn always makes me think of my friend who was a heroin addict and he could you can't get hard when you have was, a was he one of your last calls uh no i i was i talked to him a day before but the other okay. people had talked to him got it got it got it but uh he, he goes he couldn't get it up because he did heroin and mm -hmm. he's like all right, time to shoehorn my shrimpy pink cock into my girlfriend <laughs> one more time oh my <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you think of a more repulsive sentence? No. Shoehorn my shrimpy pink cock. <laughs> Man, that's love right there. On both ends. Yeah. On yeah, both ends. Yeah, they loved each other for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> um, you were at a bar in Indianapolis. I was at the improv. Yeah, I was at the, the what is it called? The Comedy Attic in Bloomington with Jackie. That oh, weekend, you're and right. then I never worked there. <laughs> In fact, most of my close friends say that the owner of that club hates them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could, yeah, I felt that way too, and and I get it. It's just, I think it's just because he's like sensitive boy. Uh, not even just that, but just like OCD, OCD, like to the point where it's like <sighs> it's hard to not uh, absorb that energy mm. and like take it personally, just well, because it's so. Yeah, the lineup abrupt. of that club, when I look at it, looks like a festival Mike Birbiglia would book mm -hmm. or sure. something. Yeah. Just a lot of soft-spoken people yep. with the right opinions. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's just not where I fit in. Right. I don't I don't care. So then as a palate cleanser, I mean, then the shows were incredible. The shows were great. Uh, then I did, their, like, my buddy, because I, I didn't have a flight out until Monday. So then Sunday he was like, well, we're doing the show. Just come to a set. I'll throw you some money. Was that DJ Dangler? Is he uh, an Indianapolis guy? He... Is in Indiana, but he wasn't in Indiana. This is Alex Price. He what? DJ did this podcast. Yes, he us. did. He was funny. He is funny. It's the only thing I can think of about Indianapolis. <laughs> oh, Miss Pat. Miss Pat. Miss Pat is out Fuck there. Fuck yeah. That's Oof, great. She's so great. Have you got her yet? No, I wish. I got a I got a soft yes, but then the pandemic happened. I do love people who are like, um, like when she's on stage, like the person before her is like, um, how about this? We get this orange out of office before I cry to death. And then, <laughs> and then she comes up. I don't know age. what lineup you've ever seen her with that in front of her. Those independently produced main room shows in the comedy Oh, stores. yeah, 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 they yeah. some fucking soup sandwich up on stage. Mm -hmm. And then she'll be like, I got my fucking titty shot off. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I remember somebody <laughs> posting about how they got so much joy watching me watch her because she makes me cry laugh. Like yeah. she's one of those comedians that it, it like it's guttural. Like mm -hmm. I can't fight it. There's no, I can't, I, I am a slave to that woman's right. brain for sure. What do they say? They say, some people say funny stuff and some people are funny. She's the fucking She's funniest. Funny. Yeah. yeah. She can say anything. Yes. Like she could talk about filing her taxes and it would be funny. Yeah, for sure. Without yeah, question. Yeah. She's great. And dude. it's not even like a goofy voice or anything. It's just the way her brain puts things together. Yeah. She's got that Norm MacDonald thing. Mm -hmm. She's yeah. Like, yeah. They're like the way they think funny. Yeah. They, they just, just think useless funny. in any other format. 
you know like i don't know if she's useless i don't know her personally well enough to know i would assume that it's hard for her to hold the job yeah with that brain wow she doesn't fucking need it that that brain deserves all the money (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i mean being useless is it's like being like saying i'm i'm really good at one thing Mm -hmm. you know like aaron Rodgers might not be able to do his taxes or whatever but Mm -hmm. he could throw 75 yards on a dime yeah I, I would trade for that. Yeah, I'm really good at my taxes. It sucks. I do my ta- I do other people's taxes. Doesn't can't fucking get on Monday Night Football doing taxes. <laughs> is there uh, just so I can keep true to form? Is there anything that you don't like? No, I'm I'm at a place in my life where I love everything <laughs> and everyone. I think it's pretty obvious. Like yeah. you've really turned a new leaf. Yeah, it's a new leaf. It's a new. <laughs> The leaf is another one of those Venus flytraps <laughs> <laughs> where joy, I trick joy and then I close it and then it fucking evaporates and just drizzles down my throat. Um. <laughs> good. <to> hear- <laughs> Solid, man. That's good. Glad to hear it. <laughs> I mean, what do you want me to be like? I don't like cooked fruit. I don't. But who cares? Um, no, we all know that, though. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know that. <laughs> We got. I got tried and true people that listen. There's. Well, we got some listeners that miss you. So that's this. This episode's basically them for them. I miss anybody who likes me. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you don't like me, I don't miss you. <laughs> like that. Uh, what don't I like? Uh, I'm trying. Well, it's interesting. Like, because there's a lot that I. What, oh, sorry. There you go. What there's a there's a lot that bothers me. I don't like. Um, okay, I got into a fight with my doctor. Whoa. Dr. Gonzalez. Like a fist fight? No. I don't fucking know. You I am st- training boxing. Did I tell you that? Nice. Yeah, I'm training boxing. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, but so I could have laid this doctor out. Three months of training. Mm-hmm. Oof, put my hip into that. Break his fucking jaw. Um, he, okay, so give me what happened. <laughs> I go to the doctor. Before we go into this fantasy where you murder the guy, before we go into the murder fantasy, let's lay some groundwork Not so people murder. can be so people can be on board with you wanting if, to murder him. Listen, it's, if I murder him, it's more like in the um, Rocky Four Russian going. If he dies, he dies. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's crime of passion. I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. If he you dies, just wanted to beat him up, but yeah. if he dies, it's a bonus. So he's he's. Talking to me and, and he goes, do you, he's doing, it's my first checkup in probably literally like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I get the blood work, all that stuff done and I'm following up on the blood work and he's doing surveys. To you at the hospital? VA. You at the VA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's already sucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. don't even get, I mean, I don't want to bore you with the bureaucratic nightmare, but mm-hmm. oof. Uh, the VA. Here's the thing about the VA, though. <laughs> Give me the cliff notes. <laughs> they have to thank you for your service, I think. I don't know if they're told to. But, oh, like how at Chick-fil-A they ha- always have to say my pleasure? Yeah, after shoving a fucking sideways cock up your ass. They yeah. just like, they always do that. It's so brutal. Thank you for your service. After being like, misscheduling my appointment and I show up on the day they told me and then they're telling me it's not and they're like making me feel like I'm a psycho. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then thank you for your service. But uh, so I'm seeing the doctor and he's giving me the it's survey. It's funny to get gaslighted by bureaucracy. Oh. <laughs> Is there anybody? They invented it. They, I mean, the, the government makes you feel like everything's your fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the guy's asking me, do you smoke? And I said, no, but I do have the occasional cigar. Totally reasonable answer. Mm-hmm. He fucking snaps. He just goes, what does that mean? You have an occasional cigar. So the answer is yes. It's a yes or no question. And his head is getting lower and lower. Like, 
you know, like you fucking like yeah, you know, like hood girls. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like, yeah. And uh, he's looking at me like a fucking velociraptor. Like the, his <laughs> eyes are on the side of his head. And he's he, like a fucking flounder, dude. He's yeah. got both eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, bring your head back up. But he, he, he goes, he goes. You can't be a little bit pregnant. Either you're pregnant or you aren't. And I immediately was like, you absolutely can be a little bit pregnant. That's what the first trimester is. <laughs> that is a hundred. That's why it's illegal abortion in even Texas. Like every state, you can get rid of it in the first trimester. Yeah, that's a little bit pregnant. That's a little bit. Also, not analogous whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The, the difference between having an occasional cigar and and being and being inseminated. Yeah, yeah, it's way different. And the guy, so I was like, I don't think these are analogous. I, I think that's a bad analogy. And he's like, Oh, I didn't know we were a writer. Or something. He said we, which made me just want to. Oh. Yeah, no, fantasy. we aren't. I am, fucker. I had a fantasy <laughs> of throwing him on the ground, putting my foot on the chest, mm-hmm. his chest, and then putting the stethoscope in his ears and just screaming into it. Mm. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and just deafening him. But, uh, and then so he says, You can't be a little bit pregnant. He goes, So this. The thing that bothered me is he gave me this speech, and we're at, I'm 35 years old. At this point, I'm the same age as my doctor. Yeah. So you don't get to do that fucking father It's even worse dynamic. if he's younger than you, too. He's looking at me, and he goes, you can't be a little bit pregnant. Either you are or you aren't. Let's just face it. You've made a decision. You've made a decision to choose a life-threatening activity. I suggest you stop. Okay, look, I'm sorry that your dad died of cancer, but... (laughs) In my mind, I was like, you're making a life-threatening decision right now to talk to me like this. I will fucking kill you. But I just mean, like, that just sounds like somebody who's projecting, like, his dad's in hospice right now because he smoked four packs a day. And the fact that you said you had an occasional cigar. Yeah, well, maybe your life would be better and you wouldn't be living in a bed with a methadone drip every fucking day, Dad. Like yeah. he's obviously not talking to you. It's it was ridiculous. And then he goes, "I'm setting up a sleep referral study. Uh, I got a referral for a sleep study because I have sleep apnea and I'm trying to get the equipment, but I got to go through the hoops." And uh, he goes, for the longtime listeners, yes, Brian still doesn't have a sleep apnea. <laughs> so I said to the guy, that "I'm setting up the referral," or he says to me, um, "He goes, we're gonna call you." Twice you get two phone calls. He's talking to me like I'm a fucking retard, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You get two phone calls, and we're to set up the study. If you don't answer those phone calls, and you veterans never answer the damn phone," and I was like, "What? That is not a wow. There is that is not a stereotype. I promise you, these veterans are too diverse." To all not answer the phone. Also, it sounded like his ex-wife was a veteran or something, Jesus. and she like doesn't answer. Yeah. Whereas like, you veterans always fuck my brother. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was like such a weird stereotype. Yikes! And he was like, "You got to answer the phone call. You got it. You're gonna get in the back of the line." I was like, "Okay." And I go, "I just I don't think that that's a a stereotype." I'm like correcting him on all this. I stuff. know. I just can't let it go. I'm like, your analogies are bad. Also, you don't know what stereotypes are. Yeah. Um, you also, get your life together before you come to work, you psycho. Yeah, Dr. Gonzalez. And he had the, my least favorite haircut. This drove me crazy in the army. It's the guys who still do that flat top, but they're bald. So they have. Oh, no. So they just have the patch in the front. It looks like an aerial view of a par three. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when they have a. You know they do the island you get a little sand threes. trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a little sand trap action. <laughs> Every time you do a video game and you do the flyover of the hole, yes. that's like what, <laughs> his bald spots the water. <laughs> oh, I want I Doctor Gonzalez, if you're listening, suck my dick. 
I don't like Dr. Gonzalez. <laughs> That's one of the things I don't like. Well, yeah, it, it's, what's fucked up is like they're dealing with so many people with PTSD, like legit, like people that legit, legitimately really need care. And this is the kind of fucking bedside manner that you get. I like, know. go fuck yourself, dude. They're, do- they're doing the the sur- the pre survey, and the mm-hmm. lady's like, "Do you have a hard time finding joy in activities?" And I was like, "Yeah, but I mean." Yeah, but it's always been that way. Yes. I was like, it's not like... It's not new. It's, it's not, not a, a new development. Not, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like since a child. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't... Who finds... Is this I, a trick question? I was like, who... I'm doing the same look. Yeah. I'm doing the same sideways. <laughs> For me, it's almost like a Guido mechanic. Like, what'd you say about the carburetor? Well, I'm just like, who are you talking to that finds joy? Yeah. In the VA clinic? <laughs> what are you... That's a rude question to ask <laughs> veterans. Most of these people kill children. Yeah. It's hard to be like, picnic. Yeah. <laughs> After you fucking light up an Afghani child. <laughs> yeah. I'll make the fruit salad. <laughs> Ooh, ambrosia cut, salad. Yeah, cuts into the melon. He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This just looks like a child soldier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still glad you're at the barbecue, man. Still yeah. glad you made it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like the VA. I can't stand them, mm-hmm. especially because it's like I gave my life for this country. Yeah, you know. Yeah. For two years and eight months of a six-year contract, I gave my life <laughs> to these people. But uh, it's still nice to see the. You know, you figured out it was a scam and you got out before it, it made you real crazy. I think. Uh, k- kind of. Yeah, no, it made me crazy. It for sure made me crazy. Um, but I think think about it, if you would have stayed for all six years, I think you would have been even more crazy, don't you? You don't think yeah. if you would have got if you would have stayed in? Well, for I six would have been deployed for sure. That's what I'm saying. I would have married a Iraqi lady, mm-hmm. tribal gal, mm-hmm. preferably a Kurd from the northern sides. Nice. Yeah. Well, so maybe That's not. Maybe dream. you would have found love. Nice Kurdish gal. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I used to watch a lot of those documentaries on the Kurdish rebels. Very inclusive, very feminist military, the Kurds. Mm-hmm. Uh, very hot ass sergeant ladies. You want to talk about hot soldiers? There's this like group of like uh, these like anti poacher chicks in Africa that like um, they've been, it's just like they're like Navy SEAL level like bad bitches. Fucking super, like a lot of them got short haircuts. They look so fucking badass. And they're catching poachers? Yeah, and they're mur- like murdering. <laughs> well, uh, making like piano keys yeah. out of the guy's bones. <laughs> Dude, I was like, these bitches are bad. I was like, yeah, this is like, these are the chicks that were, it's just like, y- y- you, you, yeah, you probably peg me for sure. Do they eat the people? No, they're not, ki- no, no, no. They're like, they're like legit like soldiers. I don't know, and I don't know if it's like an elite group of the military or if it's like a private group of the like. But like that their whole thing, mm-hmm. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so they're, they're so badass. They're protecting the fucking elephants and stuff, and lions mainly. The li- lions and elephants. I don't want to repeat something I've already said on this podcast. Look, we know you don't care about the rhinos. Yeah, uh, we know you don't care is about that, the rhinos. <laughs> I, I, I just, that really bothered me. <laughs> that fucking last white rhino got I didn't say this on the other podcast but it got so much more love than I did ever have is that what it is or are you just jealous of the rhino it's like what do I I have to be poached for people to care about me I mean it would help 
<laughs> it's also a funny place to be to be jealous of a dead rhino. <laughs> Well, it's like, what the fuck did it ever do? Why, why can't I be endangered? Huh? <laughs> now that, no, I do truly feel bad for that rhino. What? Yeah. Why? We, look at those pictures where they just slice the fucking horns off. Yeah, it's they pretty just, fucking brutal. You know, their face look like a bowling ball, just fucking oh, three holes on them. Oh my yeah, God, it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. But I mean, I would wear ivory jewelry for sure. Mm-hmm. That's I. I thought it sucked up the the whole pangolin thing. That was like a. I, I started getting into animal like just certain specific animals, like learning about them. Were the you pangolin, caring about the pangolin because it was one of the original suspected corona? No. You know that the pangolin the 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 thing like they'd be using it, <clears throat> but they've been using that as an aphrodisiac for years. Like they they've been poaching. They, they for a while they thought that's where the corona came from. But it's not though. I thought. I don't, I don't I don't remember what the final conclusion was, but I mean, now people don't even know if it came from a bat. I don't know. Most people seem to think it actually came from a lab. So I don't really know. But they were in the beginning. They were saying that because they sell pangolin meat at, mm-hmm. the, at those wet markets. Well, those not just that, but it's ugly. They're other. I mean, they have little scales. But that's the thing is the scales, though. They grind down the scales and it's used for like boner enhancement. Yeah, dude. <laughs> the fucking that's the, the most male that, idea that's what i'm ever. saying dude like dude what if we snort this fucking we we break like how did that even happen like dude that's the that is one thing that's wrong about having a dick is the fact that you want a species of animal to go extinct just so you, it maybe helps you get it up yeah it's also such a hilarious like line of logic where it's like if i eat a uh, tiger whisker soup then yeah, I, I mean tigers are fucking manly as shit, so I'll probably get hard as rocks. Well, and just like, how did it even come? How did it even come about that grinding down the scales of this rare animal for the dust? Like how? Like how did it even? That's like what? Well, I think that's what happens when you completely censor Google search results in a country. <laughs> Just don't let them know about information. you. <laughs> like, and you're fucking sitting there soft, humiliated in front of your wife, and mm-hmm. you can't look up, you know, uh, what, what's the medicine? I never need it, so I don't. What's the boner medicine? Oh, I don't. I don't have a dick. Blue chew. What, what is that? That's Cialis, the cheap ones. Viagra? Yes, yeah, Viagra. Yeah, yeah. Is blue chew cheap? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't know. I'm fucking. I haven't been soft in ten years. <laughs> I'm hard right now. It's tucked under like a inside a tie. <laughs> you sure it's not a clip on? <laughs> Touche. Um, yeah, no, but like, yeah, you can't. You probably can't get that shit there. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, okay, get it, get fucking tiger balls. Like, yeah. they, I feel like they tigers were another thing they ate. For sure, rhino horn too. Mm-hmm. They would grind rhino horn down because like a rhino horn's hard. So maybe if I eat a yeah, rhino that's what I'm horn, saying. my like dick the, will be the like logic a horn. In the, there's, it is insane to me, the, or the lack of logic, I guess. Where it's, like, yeah, but I mean, if you look at humanity in, uh, zoomed out in any way, why, why are you disappointed in not finding logic? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I, I mean, that's part, like part of the thing that's always made me like wonder if I am a touch on the spectrum is because like I'll follow something even if I don't emotionally agree with it. If you can if you can lay out the logic for me, if I can follow the steps on how why you think a particular way, like 
Like that's usually why I'm so to- like argument. tolerant. You like a good yeah, argument. I like a good like bring me around, make me right. understand. Uh, and that's uh, what sucks is a lot of times because I'm so curious why somebody thinks a particular way um, that I'll like I'll ask questions and pe- people always think that I'm like either trying to be argumentative or trying to fight and it's not. I just want to understand. I want to understand why you right. think that. I um, think with like, but with hypocrisy and like illogical thought, like. I don't understand what's interesting about pointing that out because it's so prevalent everywhere all sure, the time. Yeah. And that was like a big nineties truth teller comic type vibe that kind of George Carlin kicked off where they were like pointing out the hypocrisies. And I'm like, yeah, it's all hypocrisy. Yeah. What's interesting about pointing. Oh, you're telling me that people are inconsistent. That is a gut buster right there. <laughs> Let me tell you, I am in stitches because you pointed out that something is inconsistent. But I think I think the there I think it helps being pointed out cuz some people just like just there's so many people lying to themselves and there's so many people lying to each other and all of that like I think sometimes it's necessary. I mean now because it's so obvious like mm-hmm. maybe not as much but without those people doing that in the 90s like I don't know that we ha- that, that it is so common now that we can see it as easily. Well it's it's hilarious when you watch like the Supreme Court battle going on right now and you watch um the left talk about how Mitch McConnell w- what said during the Obama administration that you shouldn't push a judge through sure. a, during a lame duck period. And then they come back with Obama saying the exact same thing. Yeah. And they're all pointing out each other's hypocrisies. But they all, everybody's sitting there thinking they're right. I'm like, why don't you look at them both and realize that it's all hypocrisy and then just get jaded and stop voting like I did. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please don't. Please don't do that. Don't listen to Brian. It's funny because uh, this is a wealthy neighborhood and it's the first time I've seen anybody biden harris stuff oh really yeah because everybody in the poor parts of the world are like i guess i'll vote for this dead guy Uh, Mm -hmm. he's probably better than the living one (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's about the enthusiasm anybody could drum up well yeah like (laughs) (laughs) but here they're like yeah (laughs) i like him because i have nothing to lose because i'm wealthy and i'm above the battle well it's also it's also about feel feeling better they they would feel better yeah, there is a lot of that, which yeah. they're actually going to find out they're not going to mm-hmm. feel better. But that's, that'll be sad. Yeah. when It's like when you're a kid and you're waiting for Christmas and you rip open these presents and you get what you want and you still realize that at the end of the day, your priest is going to touch you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know if that's actually accurate at all. Yeah, that's pretty that's rough. That's probably the wrong analogy. That's probably- <laughs> I'm trying to get a Dr. Gonzalez. <laughs> Mr. Shitty Analogy. Doctor Wrong analogy. I like it though. Let's uh, let's end on that. Tell everybody where to find you. <laughs> Don't fucking find me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. No. If, uh, if you guys miss Brian, he's got his own podcast. Yeah, I have a podcast. It's a very different vibe from what just happened here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Worst Hour. Worst Hour Pod. Uh, you can find it everywhere. You find your podcast. We're on Spotify, YouTube, whatever you do. Uh, it's hysterical it's very funny um and then also uh instagram mr brian vokey mr twitter brian j vokey not streamlined due to a scandal i've got to kind of wiggle and squiggle my way away from people. which you can hear about he'll go into more detail if you listen to his podcast nope nope just no. kidding um no we're hiding from it for a little <laughs> while we're trying to get some distance it's just a joke <laughs> <laughs> 
It just sounds like I raped somebody. Like I don't like I don't like being vague and you about did, a yeah, scandal. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't rape anybody. There's no accusations of anything like that. Brian said something stupid. It was stupid. It wasn't the even on your own. It wasn't even on your podcast. No, it was on a different podcast. The worst thing about and I know you're trying to get out of here. I'll just button on this. The worst thing about a scandal with a joke is it's never a funny joke that you get in trouble for. Yeah. Which is the brilliance of a lot of edgier comedians who get away with this stuff is because it's funny. Yeah. But you're always sitting there defending yourself from something that you don't even think is funny. That is the worst part. You're just sitting at home alone being like, they have a point. This really does suck. But also, I have a right to say something stupid. Yeah. (laughs) I have a right to miss. Yeah. Yeah, you're supposed to revel in being wrong, right? That's that's, a lot of times that's where the funniest thing is, is that you say the stupidest thing you could have possibly said. But then thousands and thousands of people's first impression of you is just a really dud of a joke. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, ugh. And not just a dead of a joke, but then insulting to their uh, entire existence. Yeah. Because the joke wasn't as obvious or it wasn't as well received or it wasn't as clear. Right, exactly. Yeah. But it's harder it's harder to get uh the punchiest punchline when it's on a podcast. Yeah, it's a stupid thing to be edgy on, honestly. Mm-hmm. Which is uh something I've taken me five years to learn. <laughs> I had, a, I had a minor league with you. You did definitely had to fit. You had to figure a lot out. You had to figure a lot out, and I watched it. <laughs> you edited it. I did. I had to listen to it more than once, and just both times. <laughs> hey, Brian, I know it was funny, but th- I don't think you should be saying this out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I don't think people will see the irony of a clan hood while you're podcasting. I know you think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny i'm a ghost <laughs> wouldn't it be crazy if the kkk had a podcast and then you're like oh no it turns out it hurts a lot of people's feelings yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> it would be crazy but also very very bad mm-hmm. um yeah so i don't know find me on instagram find me on twitter listen to my podcast or don't you could just leave me alone and i'm just as fine that just way as fine. i have that's no that's delusions that's of fame that's good mm-hmm. um yeah, I think it's it's I think it's hard. I think it would be difficult to have delusions of fame right now. I think the people that still you can only get famous for being killed in public now. <laughs> That's like the only way you can get famous. It's all a slow burn unless you're murdered. Yeah, That's the all... only way you, you pop easy anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's the new Carson is if you're assassinated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> for real. The only way people would ever love me is if a cop just blasted me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but also while you were saving a person of color that's the only way because you could get shot in the face by a cop and oh, it that wouldn't, wouldn't matter be news, right if i got shot mm-hmm. no you'd have to be like saving private ryan yeah <laughs> private joe ryan that's <laughs> anyway, all right i gotta go yeah thanks so much for being on the podcast buddy it was great it was a nice trip down memory lane it was i'm glad everybody if anybody's listening i'm glad if you if you were curious now you got closure um in the most hilarious way possible because neither one of us uh, right. know how to not <laughs> censor when it comes to fucking whatever or if you're a lady listener and you're bi curious Ooh. i'll have a threesome with you yeah look at that <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you guys is curious, I immediately think bi curious, <laughs> which is one of my favorite terms. Can I tell you a really uh, dumb, ignorant thing? For uh-huh. the longest time, I thought uh, 
BIPOC was just by specific people of color. Bisexual people. Bisexual of people of color. Yeah. And for the longest time I was like, why the fucking bisexuals getting all this fucking heat? Why are they getting so much support? Not that they shouldn't get support, but just for the rest of the letters, like who the fuck cares about but bi- like all of the other letters, mm-hmm. like you know what I'm saying? Everybody yeah, gives bi like, people shit. It was just but like it's black the indigenous. <laughs> or just like fuck you Asians, you're white. That's really what it is. BIPOC is the most fuck you Asians thing I've ever heard in my life. No, they're still people of color. Asians are still people of color. Black and indigenous people of color. That does not fit Asian. So it's almost, it's like the turf of colors. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's, it's exclusionary. Asian exclusionary. <laughs> Asian exclusionary. Color, <laughs> which A-E-P-O-C, which is also Elon Musk's child's name. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> Patreon.com slash NoSirPod if you want to throw money at me. Make sure you guys follow Brian Vokey. That's Mr. Brian Vokey on the Instagram, Brian J. Vokey on Twitter. Make sure you listen to Worst Hour Pod. It's very funny. It's you and uh, a former guest as well, uh, Mr. Ramsey Badaw. If just just imagine how crazy Brian is and have somebody equally as fucking nuts. And uh, it, it's exciting. It's exciting. So thank you guys so much for listening. I love you guys. I'll see you next week. Bye bye. No sir, I don't like it. 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 Your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life.